0: All right, coming up at quarter to six, Eddie, remind me in the podcast today, uh, I have a bird situation now at home. We're going to discuss coming up later. That'll be in the podcast. Right now, joining me for this segment as we get to Boomer and Geo, coming up at six o'clock,
1: we've got the Flegal Man. What's up, Mike? How are you? What's up, Jerry? Uh, I, You know, I don't know. Um, the bird situation sounds scary. I have, a, I think, as I told you yesterday, no cable internet situation yes. at home. or shaky cable and internet. So going in and out, and that's annoying. But I think I might take that over whatever you're, knowing nothing, might no, take it over whatever that is.
0: No, it's not a big deal. It's just how I handle the birds. It's not my house. They're in the shed. But we will I'll get to that one day on the podcast. The whole, Funny you bring up the cable thing. Real quick, before we do the Mets and the Giants, Yankees, whatever, at this point. Um. So I'm yesterday. I'm a full cable subscriber. I feel like I know I'm on the in the minority on this. I feel like cable is one of the best bargains going. And I know Al loses his mind when he talks about the price of cable. But when I look at the cable bill with the um, with the internet, which by the way, if you only get internet, it costs you a fortune now. Uh, and then not that we use it, but you have a phone too. Whatever. Um, to me. 200, and I think we spend 224 a month, and I get like 9 million channels in every sport that I want. To me, I think it's a it's a great
1: bargain. Oh, I spend less than that. It works out, and what's lucky for me this week, the live cable is not working, so Mets-Yankees live wouldn't be able to do it. For whatever reason, DVRing the games, yeah. watching them at 1 and 2 o'clock in the morning comes in perfectly. That's great. So it worked out for me yesterday in a way I did not expect, that when I'm ticked off and furious at 3, 4 o'clock, Ended up being great in the middle of the night. Not too bad. Now, I say 224.
0: That's everything. That's the internet, the cable, and the phone. But whatever. My point is, yesterday, I was fooling around with the Roku channel that we have. I did not realize how much free programming is out there and live programming, which blew me away, number one. the And I'm sitting like, you know what? Maybe I get rid of cable. But then I come back to the same problem. I can't watch the Mets. I guess the Yankees have a direct to consumer now. Yes, right. The yes app.
1: Yeah, but it costs. I mean, if you again, if you're going to pay for multiple, I know that, right. It, but I'm saying you like that's, get it, yes. that's the one thing that
0: is still like I don't think I can get MSG without a cable subscription. Like I can't watch the Knicks or the Devils or the Rain. That's a problem. So anytime I sit there, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Which it is not good enough. Anyway, um, I said real quick because I didn't do much on the Mets at all, and I don't know with where they are in the standings, they're worth all that much time. However. They are eight and four in their last twelve. That damn four-game losing streak. If they just go two and two in those games, I think we're talking differently about them today. But you know, last night for all the for all the games they give you nothing, like the weekend they don't hit. You know, last night was fu- I know it got close, and I know you're probably grinding your teeth at the end. At the end of the day, they put up eleven runs, they win the game. Alvarez looks great. Beatty hits the home run. The new guy hits the home run. Nah, I think, you know, fun game, fun game. And, and- Listen, it
1: wasn't. I, like I heard you say in the first segment, you don't apologize for wins. No. It's professional sport. Yes, was it nerve-wracking? Did they almost yes. blow it short? Sure. But there's also all those games, you know, when you lose a game like that where it's nerve-wracking, it's up and down, whatever, that counts as one loss. This counts as one win. The same way they've been losing too many of those back and forth or could go either way games this year. So, Always good to take one, move on. It's a win in the win column. I agree, and then and like I said, a lot of good signs in that game. Like this Carlos
0: Carrasco, uh, can the guy get through five innings? Honestly, I mean, they give you five runs in the first, and you got to give up the home run or maybe immediately. It's uh, whatever. Anyhow, they win the game. All good. I'm actually going to go tonight. I'm looking forward to going first trip. This year, first baseball game. How bad really? is that? Yes. That's
1: very surprising because you're a big baseball Have fan. Have
0: not had the time. Just haven't had the time. So I got this one and then I got the Texas trip. We'll do a couple of games and maybe some more in August. We'll see. Um, you did you hear any of the, the Saquon Barkley stuff? I did, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I am legi- I would legit be concerned now if I was a Giant fan that he might hold out. It's which so I never believe because
1: I, I you know, going back to and again at Penn State, I've been following Saquon yeah, since he was recruited there. Mm-hmm he just does not seem like the type to sit out. I agree. And he said that
0: except- it just, it seems so
1: antithetical to who he is, but you know, the debate he's going to have to have with his agent, he said, he's going to talk to his family. All that is the $10 million I'll get now guaranteed this year, playing on the franchise tag. Is it worth it to risk an injury? And then that 10 million could be the last 10 million he ever sees. Or is there a team out there next year If he goes the Le'Veon Bell route, if he sits out a year, could he get something similar? Now, Bell, I think, got 452 from the Jets. Is Saquon going to see anything like that? Is he going to get closer to the 20 million guaranteed he might want from a team in free agency if he sits out next year? And this is a guy who, for all intents and purposes, already has missed a year in his career when he got hurt one year, week two or week three. Mm -hmm. As good as he is. I think it's just an awful situation what the running backs are dealing with right now. It's not fair to them. It's not right. I just don't know if Saquon can actually gain anything from sitting out. And I have to think there's between his want to be out there on the field with his teammates and playing the game he loves and somebody in his camp, they're going to get through to him. Hey, hold out. Make the Giants sweat. But by week one, you have to be out there
0: well, and that seems like that's what he's grappling with: is do you actually do this? And like he said, do I screw over my teammates? And it's something he doesn't want to do, but also acknowledges it might. It's his only leverage is to not play. And this is where he talks about the whole situation with the running back.
1: I can't even hit the free agent market for another two years because he could tag me twice. So if I do what I got to do this year, which I plan on doing, they could tag me again. All
0: right, that's not the one I meant to play. But
1: to his point, he's kind of stuck. Is what he's telling you, and the whole situation stinks. And it's it's what they all deal with, and it's not right. It's you know for the system that, it, it maybe it's not great for everybody, but it hits the running back in a way it the does hardest. not impact any other position. You know, wide receivers, quarterbacks, the tackles. Like the Like Kirk quarterbacks. Cousins made a fortune with Washington right. playing on and the tag. He, twice. Listen, even I, we all have to. Quarterbacks are so different because of what the position is, but other you know the skill position players. You guys were having the conversation yesterday: wide receivers versus running backs. I think wide receivers make a bigger impact. Is the gap so wide that it justifies the mega contracts the wide receivers get and the way running backs are treated? Probably not. No,
0: no. And that's the problem. Like, the whole NFL game to me and the way the salary structure is is absurd because if Peyton Manning had a defense in Indianapolis, he might win five Super Bowls. But you know what? When you can't outscore every team, you can't win. And as great as he was... He won, I know he won the last one with Denver, but he won one lousy Super Bowl in Indianapolis when he had a machine of an offense and made, and he I think he was the start of the super mega deals, if I remember correctly. For what? Like, yeah, they won a lot. But at the end of the day, they won one Super Bowl. If you don't have guys on defense to stop the other team, you're only as good as your offense can take you. And you can't outscore guys every week. And oh, by the way, if the guys up front don't block for you, how'd that work out for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl when the Giants clobbered him? A perfect season and a perfect team got derailed because they didn't protect him. So to me, all of it has to work. And I understand some guys are going to get paid more than others but the disparity is in my in my opinion absolutely insane given how it works to win a football game or to win a
1: championship and, and it can't just be one group that suffers and takes the hit by themselves cuz it doesn't i mean yeah. there are other positions that you know maybe the inside linebacker is not as valued as it used to be or the safety but nothing like what is happening to the running backs and how important they all are you know we've had the discussion i think there's been an overcorrection You know, running Mm -hmm. backs shouldn't be taken at the top of the draft. Dave Gettleman taking Saquon Barkley where he did was foolish just because in terms of how this works out with running backs long term and their shelf life and how important they are to a team winning. But we've gone too far the other way because this is still a position that matters. You know, you might not be able to win with a superstar running back, but you also can't win with no running game. I agree. And
0: I, well, who was it? Hmm. I forget which running back it was. That basically said, just get rid of it. Was it Derek Henry? Derek Henry. That said, just get rid of the, it, uh, Henry? Henry. Rid of the uh, running and back
1: And Eckler, what he's doing. And this was with Zach Gelb when he says, you know, he couldn't find a trade and the Chargers don't want to pay him, but he can't find a trade because they want all these high picks back for him. So which one is it? Right. You know, if the Giants were to trade, Saquon, yeah, we'd probably hear, all right, they want like, you know, a first and a second. Well, if you think the guy's worth all this, then pay him. You, you can't pay him there. There has to be some kind of middle ground and something's going to happen down the road because there's too many running backs that are ticked off now where the players union and the league, they're going to have to come up with some kind of structure to protect this one position because they're all taking it. And they're still, they're still stars. You know, when you look at jerseys that fans buy and the guys who are the most notable players running backs, while they might not be as vital to team success, if you have a great running back and nothing else, you're not going to win, but they're still star players and they resonate in a way that not a lot of other positions do it's got to come back to the it's middle It's an exciting somehow. position, that's why. It yeah. always has
0: been, always will be.
1: Listen, there's still nothing more exciting when Saquon Barkley takes a handoff, makes a move, and then he's sprinting down the field by all the other 21 players on the field, yep. and he ran from behind all of them to now he's in front of all of them and on his way to the end zone.
0: Now, I, I know you're a big Barkley guy because of Penn State. I don't remember. Remind me with the draft.
1: Had the Giants not taken him, how far would he have gone? There were questions about whether he would go in the top ten because there were only that was the year, not maybe just with the running backs and how teams were starting to not value them. Remember, that was a year where a lot of those teams were desperate for a quarterback. Right. So there were teams that were going to take. And again, not that the quarterbacks, all of them deserve to be taken that high, but there were, you know, that was the the draft with Chubb and you know mm. Nelson is taken by the Colts. So there are positions that are not as flashy, not as exciting, but they're a little more integral to team success than the running backs are right now. You're seeing these teams that, you know, maybe take a guy end of the first round or especially the second round, they'll have those same kind of careers and you're able to get them. It's a little more financially affordable for the teams, but there still has running backs should not be devalued the way they are. These guys still deserve like the Joe Mixon, nine, 10 to $12 million contracts a year. They deserve something. They shouldn't. You can't extend them until they're 30 years old. They're not going to have the legs for it they deserve to get paid i completely agree all right we take a quick break when we come back
0: i see g standing by already tanned and rested and ready to rock boomers here as well it is uh, boomer and geo coming up right at six right now it is an odyssey sports minute amy lawrence talking about all the offense and baseball last night it's the dynamic duo of al and jerry the superheroes of wfan All right, we got about a minute or so left. Uh, Boomer and Gio standing by. We've got a lot to get to today. So you've got all the Saquon Barkley audio that I will present to them uh, coming up at 6.30. We've got that. We've got uh, another miserable Yankee performance. Two hits. Two lousy hits in an entire baseball game again for for the Yankees. Yes, I will play an Aaron Boone or two. I know G can't stand it, but he's getting annoyed, and when he gets annoyed, it's kind of fun. Uh, We do have a Met win. We'll get to that at some point, too. And then we've got uh, training camps are starting to pop open. we got the Jets reporting today. They have the August 3rd Hall of Fame game with the Brown. And before he comes in, real quick, when do we get the Bengal announcement? It was supposed to be last week? No, no, it's this week. Oh, it's this week now? Because we talked about this last week. I thought it was supposed to be last week. But I, I'm assuming it's going to be either today, tomorrow. I mean, if it's- so, is it possible this breaks during the show? Because I feel like last year it happened during the show. Does that sound right, Eddie? Does that sound uh, right? That we got it, and he wasn't. He didn't make that first class, and we were pissed. I feel like it was. So maybe today we get that news. You too.
1: get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir! WFAN. WFAN WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.